What's going on, everybody? This is Halftime with the Playmakers. I am Brian Halton Jr., representing Broward County as per usual. This is your midweek update until the live show on Saturdays at 1230 on 90.5 The Flavor Station. I'm with some lovely people in the building here today. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, please. Hey, what's going on, man? It's your boy Houdini coming to you live from the 205. No man. one knows who Houdini is, sir. Please give him your government name. That's kind of crazy. Uh, what's going on, y'all? It's Trista. <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's DeAnthony, you feel me, back in the studio. We at it. Yo, what's up, everybody, man? It's DMV Leak, man. We back in the studio, ready for some good talks today. Yeah, man, we've had a we had a a good week a good week for football, a a great week for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, <laughs> nah, you weren't. They were chill. They were chill, Brian. Nah, you got to chill. Swear, everybody, they were hating on us so bad. Me and Tristan stood ten toes down, never ten folded. Toes. Hey, and man. We, we always believed in the team, but they ain't believe in us. The Eagles Indeed. came out to play this week. I give y'all y'all. Eagles came out credit. to play. You know what I'm saying? I tell y'all who didn't come out to play this week. Alabama, because they lost. Alabama, jumped across this table, but hey, we're talking about some Alabama today. Uh, we got some NBA season starting up. It's real soon too. It's yeah. so we're gonna have some early, some early, some early predictions for y'all as well. But for starters, we're going to start off with some NFL and Ahmad, who is currently not here at the moment, but his sorry Tampa Bay Buccaneers have lost to an even sorrier Pittsburgh Steelers. What is your guys' reaction to the game? Should they be worried about, should the Bucs be worried for the rest of their season or is it just a one-off loss? Uh, I think it's a one-off loss, but just for the meantime, I'm going to just enjoy the L that they took and I'm going to say Ahmad, the Buccaneers are garbage. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Tristan on this. It might just be a one one loss. I looked at the uh, the game highlights and it was just really uh, a terrible performance by the offensive line, which we all know is you know one of the key components to a football team and their success. So it was just a terrible um, performance by them. Brady got sacked a few times. He wasn't able to make plays like how he used he's used to. Um, also, the defense was a little shaky. Uh, the Steelers didn't have many yards, but um, on the plays they did have yards. They were completing back-to-back passes, uh, just open in the middle of the field. Just it's just crazy performance. But I definitely feel like you know it's something they could bounce back from, and it shouldn't be a worry for the rest of the season. Kenny Pickett, the uh, the rookie, did go down during that game, and Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. was able to come in and. Uh, them on over the Buccaneers. Yeah, I think the Buccaneers should definitely be scared at this. You can't just come out and lose to the Steelers like that. Everybody knows the Steelers having problems at quarterback. They can't even, bro, they can't even get the ball out the pocket, like, before getting sacked. Like, there's no excuse for you losing this game. Um, I saw Brady getting in his uh, offensive lineman. Yeah, like, he, was, he, was getting, he was getting out and telling them they got to do better. He was he was definitely feeling the pressure that game. Steelers definitely had it going against them. Um, I believe they recorded two sacks during that game, but it definitely was a lot more pressure yeah. uh, I'm, I'm agreeing with you i don't i think this is something that we should be scared for the buccaneers they really haven't looked like a super bowl contending team like tom brady would like them to be no they already suffered was their third loss on the season lost to the packers lost to the chiefs lost to the steelers so they're losing against good teams and then somehow they lose to the steelers as well like we said who has been struggling during the year yeah i mean this is good for like honestly this is good for our division as a saints fan i'm happy because now we have a chance you know what i'm saying no y'all never no y'all no, y'all this never the thing bro Temp is not as good as they were two years ago. And y'all are. Even one year ago. Like, y'all are. Yeah, I mean, we can we can compete with them. Anyway. Y'all seen last uh, game. Y'all lost. But we were, it was a good, we were up the whole game y'all until lost. that thing happened with Mike Evans. What but you, you lost. About? But we were up. But you lost. But yeah. we were up. But like, Brady was scores. shaking in his boots. The score was 20 to 10. And so, scored it, and it's crazy that he was shaking in his I'll boots give, and y'all still lost. I'll they give, barely beat us. I'll Boy. give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, when you're playing a division rival, you're going to have, you're going to, you might split every once in a while. So maybe the Saints can come back and then beat uh, Tampa at, at some point during the season. You know, they always do have these rough, tough rivalry games. But, you know, 
Tampa Bay. I feel like they're in trouble. So let's see what happens as they go out um, further down the season. Another topic of discussion here for her, that was kind of a surprise, a surprise team in the NFL this year, the New York Giants. Hey man, we called it. The New York Giants just beat the Baltimore Ravens. And from based off the Giants schedule, they have they have a very easy schedule as well. What are we, what are we predicting for the rest of the Giants season after they just come off this W against uh, Lamar Jackson and company? I'm gonna say I am very shocked that they beat the Ravens. So the Ravens were winning the entire game. I guess the defense kind of folded on them at the end. I watched the end of the game. I would say this, shout out to Daniel Jones for not being so mistake prone like he normally is, but I think the recipe for them winning is give the ball to Saquon. Give the ball to Saquon. Get, out, get out his keep, hands as fast yeah, as keep, possible. Keep the ball out of Daniel Jones's hands as much as possible. Yeah, well, I think I it's, mean, it's more, working. I think it's more about like, oh, you're right. Like, set the run game. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure that their defense knows, okay, you're going to have to stop the run before anything. But when it comes to Daniel Jones, like, when the ball is in his hands, it's about him making the right throws, him not overthrowing his receivers, him not making the stupid he threw, plays. He like, threw 19 to 27 for two touchdowns. Yeah, so he had a good won, game. Yeah, they won the game 24-20. So, yeah, they def, he def, they doing exactly what they need to be doing. They're just doing these short routes, you know, throwing it to Saquon, let them get out there, um, let them get out there and run and make plays. As long as, as, long as Jones can keep <laughs> the mistakes down yes as long as you can keep them saying that which yeah we're all in the grants which has been kind of danny doms's problem in the past danny doms is crazy that's his nickname man i didn't i didn't come up with the yeah, name, name. Throwing dumb, and stop the interceptions too man Bro, so, but just looking at the schedule it's just uh, it's it's kind of similar to the eagle schedule how you feel me there's there's not much competition the Giants have up on the schedule. They have the Jaguars, Seahawks, Texans, Lions, and then the Cowboys, and then the Commanders. Another New York team um, that came out in, in, in the W this week is the New York Jets. Yeah, the Jets did beat the Packers this week. They defeated them. And also, the Giants beat the Packers last week, too. So back-to-back -back weeks, the Packers have lost to New York teams. And obviously, we all know New York teams have a reputation of not being good. Not many, I, not even us. Not many of us expected the Jets or the Giants to beat the Packers. So what do you guys think about that? I'm thinking it leans towards the Packers just aren't as good anymore. Uh, we can't Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams is definitely showing. They're trying, you know, they're trying to establish a run game going Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon first. But you know, without that number one receiver, their offense has kind of been struggling recently. They only put up 10 points against the Jets, losing the game 27 to 10. Yeah. So 27 to 10 is crazy. Now, the Jets are definitely better this year. I think with Zach Wilson, I, I like Zach Wilson going forward. Yeah, I like him too. I think he'll solve a lot of problems that the Jets have had in the past, and they've had they have some offensive talent for him with Brees Hall back there. Yep. So they got some talent all on the offensive end as well. I think the Jets are better than what we thought they were, and I think the Packers are worse than what we thought they were gonna be coming into the season. Definitely, I feel like I feel like you know the Jets and the Giants both had are having a good season so far. I would say like the the way to tell if these Packers are really not as good as we thought they would be is if. You know, we can come out and beat them this Sunday. You know, they play the Commanders. <laughs> so if the Commanders can come out oh, here and the beat Canada, the Packers. If the Commanders beat the Packers, the Packers are. Yeah, I, I, I'll i take that because, you know, I'm always ride from a team. But like I know our situation right now. If we're able to come out over top of the Packers, then I'll, I'll listen to the argument of, you know, there's not being where they are. But I really do feel like it's it's just the New York teams are actually good this year. Yeah, I would say it, it says less about the Packers and more about the Jets. Their last two games, neither team has scored over 20 points. And I think it's the same thing that we said about the Giants. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson yet. I think he's too small, and I just I didn't see enough from him in college. So I think it's easier now because Robert Salah, he's a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. Uh, they went heavy. Well, they kind of went, you know, in between both, but I think they went a little bit more heavier on defense in the draft because, of, like I said, he's a, a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. And Sauce Gardner is definitely oh, living up him. to the— what a guy. Uh, definitely Gardner, living up man. to the hype. What a guy. 
Definitely. So I think it's saying more about the Jets because they're like really improved this year. The defense is solid. Now the question is, is the offense going to be able to hold this end of the bargain? So if they can do that, I think the Jets have potential to make a little bit of noise, maybe a wild card team, but you know. Definitely better than where they were at in the past. Oh, the running game is stout too. I like Brees yeah, Hall as Brees well. Hall, they, yeah, Hall, they have some really good rookies, man. Mm -hmm. When you talk about Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, and like all the other rookies that they have, like they are good. They are really good. They put in the league on notice. And I just think that all of this has to do a lot with coaching, man. Like, and when yeah, you have a yeah. coach like Robert Sala who you want to come out and like <coughs> put your heart on the field every every game. Like, he's one of them coaches that makes you want to go out and fight for for everything. And even so. when Zach Wilson was down, they did have they had Joe Flacco come in and make some good plays for him. So they definitely I like the Jets are better this year than Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, another great um, like, come on, rookie. rookie talent. So the Jets have definitely had some better offensive, uh, better talent or this year than they've ever had in the past. So it's good for good for the New York teams on the up and up. Uh, the time of this episode that we are recording, the Denver Broncos would have already played the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, what is your guys' early predictions? Who do you guys have winning this game tonight? The game is currently at the Chargers. Yeah, I got this chart. I got the. <laughs> is Chargers. this even a question? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it's a good um, divisional matchup, you know what I'm saying, or conference in conference matchup, whatever you want to call it. But I got the Chargers, man. I think the Chargers win by a landslide. A uh, landslide? I'll say this. Um, just just being a person who's had Justin Herbert on my fantasy team for past two years, like what? Seeing, like what? Yeah, seeing him play against um, the Broncos, I definitely noticed that it's a tough game for him because of that Broncos defense. I mean, they're definitely one of the best defensive line to like, you know, get up there and deflect passes. So if they can, you know, stick true to what they've been doing in the past, it'll definitely be a tough game, but the Chargers are going to come on top because like, it's one thing to be good on defense, but if you can't reciprocate on offense, you know, it's not going to help. Uh, Russell Wilson, <clears throat> man, he's got to get it together. Yeah, I think the Chargers win by two touchdowns. Uh, well, two scores at least. I don't, I'm not impressed by what I've been seeing with Russell Wilson. It's like every game he gradually gets worse. I didn't think that would be possible. I've never seen a quarterback get bad like that in such a short period of time. A Hall of Fame quarterback at that as well. It's kind of crazy. Someone that's had a, it's kind of disappointing. Someone that's had is. a stout uh, resume such as Russell Wilson is kind of expecting to be playing better than what he's been playing right now. And I think it's kind of sad when you see former people he's played with, like former athletes he's played with, come out and like talk about him the way they have. Man, I I expect more out of them. I know Russell Wilson's not a bad guy. Now, maybe his leadership is with everybody, but you know they have they've had they've had some crazy rumors come about Russell Wilson saying that if you want to contact him you gotta get through his agent yeah. first he has his own office in denver that he has a, he has a private jet as well he's flying separate from the team so let's have all kind of crazy rumors just come about out his, his and that's his character and his leadership and all for that team that's ridiculous having all these these rumors and these like things that put him above the whole team and he's not even like you feel me he's not, he's not, in the he's, yeah, he's not playing better than anybody else on the team right now so it's a little a little crazy that is going on in that situation so i was saying we're all got the chargers beating the broncos yeah man oh uh, absolutely it like if the be, broncos come out this uh tonight and win like i'm I'll, I'll be, be so surprised Yes, I'd be so surprised. And if, if Russell can turn around, I'd be so surprised. In this game, I'd be very surprised. Now, there's absolutely no way. The Broncos lucky that Keenan Allen not back. Oh, no yeah. Child. Yeah, Keenan Allen, he's been out with a hamstring injury. Yeah, bro. So, hopefully, speedy recovery for Keenan Allen. Hopefully, he can get back on the field. And then him and Justin Herbert had that dynamic duel yes, that's been happening for the last few years. Justin Herbert. Now, there's no way y'all thought we was going to come in this studio today and then not make a fool of ourselves. Am I right, Tristan? Absolutely. Yesterday, uh, guys, we watched the uh, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. We watched it together as a family. Uh, we, wanted, <laughs> we wanted to get there. We wanted to get their live reactions as we continued to watch the Philadelphia Eagles be the only undefeated and the best team in the okay. NFL at the current okay, moment. Okay. 
Uh, Malik, go ahead and, and uh, say what say what you were saying yesterday about all the hating you were doing. Best team is a stretch. Go ahead and go ahead and go ahead and defend what happened yesterday with the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Dallas Cowboys at Philly yesterday. I mean, I'll come out and say it. Like y'all played good, oh, but y'all weren't able. Like y'all, all right, y'all played good, but y'all weren't able to like step on their necks and no. like end the game in the in the third quarter. Here we you go. You know what I'm saying? I'm I think saying. that the great teams here we go. They are able to when they come out at halftime and they have that lead like y'all did. Y'all supposed to finish. Yeah. Y'all didn't finish. We finished. No, y'all didn't. Take them to the deep end and drown them. They you came They came and like, did what they had on? to do in the second Y'all half. let them creep back. Exactly. What? What, what Tristan? I want to hear what you have to say. Like, y'all let them creep back no, into the game. Y'all no was shaking in y'all boots over there. At we no, were shaking in our boots? At shaking no point. Y'all worried. Y'all really worried. Y'all were like, oh my gosh, I didn't really finish come back. Tristan was about to leave. Yes, bro. On everything I love, Tristan was about to leave. Definitely kudos to y'all for sure. Like, you got the dub. That's what really matters at the end of the day. But if we keep it in the stack, something that y'all can't relate to. I want to hear. Something that y'all can't relate to, right? So okay, we say, we're undefeated. This ain't about us. This what's is about record? this so-called best team in NFL, what's which your, is cap. What's your record, Dean? Bro, I don't even know our record. It's exactly. not good. Trash, trash. Not good. Bro, oh, okay, but anyway, this ain't about us. This ain't about us. We on the Eagles right now. We on the Eagles right now. We are on the Eagles right now. Conference game. I definitely give y'all that. It was a good. Win. It was a solid win. But my thing is, the great teams don't let teams like that no come back. Count. They Check didn't come back. They, and they no, almost and did. No, at, bro, at they no were point they were down by two. Score. They were yeah. They were down at one score. At no point, point in that game did y'all think the Dallas Cowboys? Were I definitely win. did. Stop. They were down by Stop one it. score. Stop it. They were down by one score. Y'all thought they was going to win. Look, they turned. No, I didn't. I said, bro, how do you come twenty to three? Or whatever, and come back to only being down by one score in the I, second half. I said we yeah. was gonna make a fool, but clearly, clearly, Deion and Malik had a had an no, agenda no. today to come in and and, and make an absolute fool. This is what happened. Oh the my! Brian and Tristan went to go get food. When they came, <laughs> and back, they missed, kind of crazy. They missed, they missed everything <laughs> where they where they were gonna oh come my. down to their demise. Oh my god! Yeah. Also, I but, would like to I would like to add to that. Brian has the worst choice of going to get food at certain places <laughs> at certain times. That's the story for that's the story for another day. We'll talk about it another. Yeah, time. that's but we will topic. Talk, but we will talk about how the Philadelphia Eagles forced three turnovers against Cooper Rush. Okay, who, yeah. Who's somebody? Who's somebody they thought was playing well while Dak Prescott was out, and we went him and made him look like Cooper Rush. We, we brought we brought him back to earth, and then we cut all of that out. They had going went on you said it was a one score game didn't matter we came out forced another interception came down field scored again put it completely out of the way so what are we what are we really talking about jalen hurts is looking like an mvp candidate again playing wonderful our defense is looking a stout again so how many more excuses okay. y'all going the defense was definitely solid the defense was definitely we solid. Had run, I'm just we, saying, like, we had the run game going. The defense looked great. Jalen Hurts looked great. What are we? I'm what, just what, saying, if it, it was if it was another quarterback back there or another team that you know was some more comp, you, that wouldn't have ended how did. The Cowboys were four and one, bro. The second half was not good. They were four. The and second one. half was not good. Cowboys have one of the best D lines in the NFL right now. Are y'all now? gonna acknowledge that the second half was not good though? We won. We won. Again. Okay, are but, we not allowed to win sloppy wins? If, are we not allowed? Does that? Are, are we oh, the only you can win that? a sloppy win, but to win a sloppy win and say you're the best team is crazy. Who, have, crazy. who has a better record than now us? Look, it doesn't look. matter about the record. record. Wise, look at your schedule. Wise, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, wait. You look at your schedule. You get a little reckless. Calm down. Calm Bro. down. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> look at the Bills. Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFL right now. I would agree with that. So that wasn't a sloppy win they had yesterday? They played one of the other best teams in the NFL. I'm Didn't saying. they lose no, to the Dolphins? No, they beat the they beat the Chiefs. Did they lose to the Dolphins? They did lose to the Dolphins. Bro, the Dolphins were looking good when Tua was. First of all, was, they, man, they first of all no, out. listen, check listen. Me out. Come on now. No, listen. Check me out. Check me out. This, the I wins love, not equated. If the Bills played y'all today. Even if the Chiefs played y'all today, y'all would get demolished. I got the Chiefs and Says I got who? the Bills on everything Says I love. Who? On everything I love. On what? 
bro. Come on, man. <laughs> like, come stop, on, bro. Stop, I, I need to see y'all play a real team. Oh my and then God. we can every, talk. Every That's week. We just beat somebody that was five. Okay, no, look. Y'all can't say y'all the best team Let's, in the league if y'all you don't even want to play the Bills. Check me out. Y'all scared. You I'm like, not scared at all playing the Bills. Check me out. Last week, they was like, oh, the Cowboys are going to beat y'all. Now that the Cowboys beat, now that Call we beat the Cowboys, they like, oh, y'all struggled. It was a fucking win. That was not the Bills. That was a specific person We played the Cardinals. said, oh, Kyler Murray's going to give y'all problems. Never happened. Where were the problems at? Hey, man, beat them I by can't a field speak. Those, those arguments didn't come from y'all me. Y'all beat them by a field goal. Y'all don't matter. The with them boys. What's the key word? What's the key word? Pete. You feel me? Thank you, sir. I don't see how y'all can sir. talk and y'all teams are under team 500. It's not about our teams. It's about the so called best team in the NFL. And it's us. Y'all play. No, it's We're not. off record. We under No, it's not. What you mean? By record, y'all are. By by roster, by it's coaching, not, I'm everything not, I'm else. Not, I'm taking. I'm, I'm not taking another. And like I've been saying off air for a long time, the Steelers were undefeated when they had their little run. And look what happened. The commanders shut them down. Listen, man, I'm not talking to no teams that's competing for early first round picks. Moving on to college football, Tristan Defense. It. There's no way you can. There's no way you can possibly do it. Talk to me. Alabama University. We lost. Nick Saban. Mm -hmm. Tennessee. Absolutely. How? Rank number six now. Third Saturday. Hey, what baby say? How? Rank um, number six now. So basically, it was pretty simple. If y'all watched the game like I did, hold from on, start let's, to hold on, let's hold on, let's hold on, let's set up, let's set up, let's up real quick. Um, mm -hmm. they're calling they're calling it the game of the year. Indeed, it was a great it game. Was a great game. It was a great game. Tennessee. It was a great game. Beat Alabama Crimson Tide 52 to 49. Mm -hmm. That's a great game. That's a so, lot of points. I saw that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, we had. I'm, I'm not. Ex I'm not sure the exact number. We had 17 penalties for over 100 something yards. Uh, we had no calls go our way. I didn't expect it to. You know, everyone hates us for some strange odd read. Well, it's not strange. I understand yeah, why. You know why. why. You know why. But, um, you know, when those go your way and you can't get a stop on defense, you don't deserve the win. Pretty pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Uh, Bryce Young played the game of a lifetime. He threw for 450, two touchdowns. Jameer Gibbs had a great game as well. But Tennessee and Hendon Hooker played a better game. Also, it didn't help that we had over 100 and something yards and penalties. Uh, so I explained this to somebody on Twitter. It's always on Twitter, huh? Yeah, always on Twitter. I always get into arguments with people uh, 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 about college football on That's Twitter. That's the problem right now. Absolutely. I love talking <laughs> college football. So for all the listeners, if you want to talk college football with me, please hit me up. Um, but um, So Alabama season is far from done. We control our own destiny. We went out in the SEC West. We played Tennessee or Georgia. I don't realistically see Tennessee beating us again because they shouldn't have beat us the first time. We missed the field goal at the end of the day, and we left too much time on the clock for them. Uh, I'm not going to get into much about it, but like I said, great game to Tennessee. Hendon Hooker deserves the Heisman. We're going to get into that too. That's my Heisman favorite right now. I don't know how y'all feel about the game, but we got to clean up some stuff on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, Bro, yeah, you, my, you got a lot I just want to throw out points. a stat there. Go ahead. By halftime, there was 48 total points in the game, bro. Mm -hmm. That is a Thanks. lot of points. Yeah, the, man. Bro, that over-under, boy, that over, gone. Come on, now. Through the roof. Like, come on. You, if you didn't pick the over this game, then I don't know what you was doing. It was a great game. Like, that's all I can say. Like Tristan brought up, the penalties hurt y'all, hurt Alabama a lot. And usually, Nick Saban, that's not Nick Saban's team. Like, Nick Saban doesn't, that's not what they do. Always, known for, always, known, for, always known for great defense. Always known for great defense and, and um, minutes. This, Disciplined players. And yeah, no penalties. That's what Alabama is known for. Like, very disciplined. So it was very surprising.
surprising to see them, you know what I'm saying, all those penalties. And Bryce Young did have a great game. Um, I can't take that from him. That was his first game back, right, Tristan? Yeah, that was first his first game, game back. back. He first missed the Texas A&M game. So but it's like, is, you couldn't ask him to play any better in his first game back. But this is what I was telling y'all, though. Y'all see the difference in how the offense operates when Bryce Young is under center. If Bryce Young plays against Texas A&M, we beat them by four touchdowns. And I say that comfortably because Texas A&M, they're, they're a young, talented team, but they're not I as agree good with that. as us. We'll score 24 to 20 against yeah, Texas A&M. 20. Yeah, I mm. agree with that. The thing I like about Bryce Young is he likes to spread the ball out Indeed. to all his receivers. So, like, here, three, four of his receivers got over five-plus receptions last game. So, it's like he likes to spread the ball out. And once you – like, he, him being the starting quarterback for so long, being a reigning Heisman Trophy winner, he knows his favorites. He knows his targets. And that's what you need on the field, man. I just – it feels bad because – I feel bad because he had to start in such a tough environment with Tennessee. But he definitely did his thing. So And then big shout-out to Hennon Hooker, who played a phenomenal game mm -hmm. against Alabama through 21 to 30 passes, 385 yards and five touchdowns. Even rushed for 56 yards by himself. So he played a wonderful game. Uh, like Tristan was saying earlier, he had him early at his, his MVP candidate currently. Mm -hmm. Which, how y'all guys feel about that? Do y'all guys, guys have Hooker? The rankings aren't out yet, but this is just an early prediction so far, just seeing what we're seeing from the season. So as far as Heisman goes, who do you, who do you guys currently have as y'all Heisman uh, winners? Who do you think is going to be the Heisman finalists? That kind of thing here. So if y'all pay attention to the last couple of years of how the Heisman has worked for the people that weren't on Alabama that's won the Heisman Trophy. Joe Burrow, his Heisman moment was against Alabama. Cam Newton, Alabama. Johnny Manziel, Alabama. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, Hannon Hooker just had the game of his life against who? Alabama. <laughs> exactly. You said, so, hey, <laughs> people lie, numbers don't. Hey, numbers don't. <laughs> but I would say right now, Hannon Hooker is my favorite. I have Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Caleb Williams as all top for a second because they all are having phenomenal years. Yes, but at the same time, it's just you can't deny what Hinton Hooker has been doing. If you have anybody else in your house in the favor, you're quite frankly insane. So, yeah. But he had the game of his life. He had the game of his life on Saturday. He did. Like, he was balling. Yeah, Tristan's got a great point there. Hinton Hooker did look very, very good. He says you might be quite insane if you have anyone else. My Heisman pick uh, is currently Caleb Williams. But, you know, after that performance and, you know, what Tristan said, you feel me, that might have to be reevaluated. But I still I still rock with Caleb Williams, man. Definitely, like you said, he has some time for second. Definitely a great quarterback. Definitely, you know, changing the culture around the USC. Yeah, Hayden Hooker, like I said, he, he played his butt off last game. One, only thing that I would say kind of, like, stopped him from having the perfect game is he threw an interception. But his QBR was 94.3. Like, he had a great game. He was making making the right reads, making the right throws to his playmakers. I believe there was a receiver that had six receptions, five touchdowns. So obviously he's going to find his playmakers. He's that type of player. But I think that the Heisman race is going to be coming down to like the wire. I think that it's a long season ahead of us. It's only week, what, seven? Week seven. Yeah. College football. So um, there's still people who like can definitely take control. But I definitely do Hayden, thank Hayden Hooker uh, the lead right now. I'm not going to lie. Continue on with the NCAA. I believe me and Tristan predicted this about Florida State football. But <laughs> we did. But FSU just lost to Clemson, who's ranked fifth in the country, 34 to 28. Were any of us surprised that, really. that Florida State lost this game? No. I called it. I told Ahmad before he really got all happy. He's talking about, oh, Florida State's back. Uh, that they hadn't really played anybody and that the team didn't really look that good against the teams they were playing. We'll see how they bounce back. Me and you predicted it. Three straight losses. I'm not surprised at all. No. The game, the score is 34 28. I know Ahmad loves to say that it was a close game. We were coming back. The game was never close. Score 14 points in the fourth quarter when they were already down by a lot. It was not a close game at all. It was already, was it 34-14 going into the fourth quarter? So 
It wasn't a close game at all. So, FSG football, can't really say I was surprised. They had a good run going forward. I think they're going to win. Who do they have for their next game? Do you guys know? Yeah. Oh, they play Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech? That's, that's a bounce back game. That should be a bounce back game. That's a bounce game. But yeah, that three game spell they were going through, as you say, what was the team they played before? It was the homecoming. They lost homecoming against Wake Forest. Wake Forest, that's what it was. Wake Forest, NC State, and uh, Clemson. Clemson that we had losing in that game. So we're not really surprised. They're gonna have they to lost all three of them. They lost all three of them games. After the start, what did they start off three and zero? Yeah, so, looking at this game, I didn't watch all of it. I looked at the score, and I know that Clemson was down big time. And they were basically fighting to come back the whole game. Yeah, FSU was down big time. I'm sorry, yeah, FSU, yeah, 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 Clemson, yeah. Clemson, Clemson, they clearly show why they were the fifth-ranked team in the country. Yeah. Early on, their defense looked phenomenal out there. I mean, so. you can't expect to win, especially on an FBS level, especially playing in the ACC, especially playing against the fifth-ranked team. You can't expect to win, like, from behind. You got to start strong. We've been talking about this. They did score a touchdown in the, in the first quarter, but after that in the second quarter um clemson started to take the game and run with it so you just can't start behind if you fsu bro it's not it's good they play georgia tech I, we all think it's going to be a bounce back game so let's see what happens there uh moving to the other side of tallahassee fam, side fam you just beat grambling state what was the score 2017 how did you guys feel about our rattlers are we feeling good as the season continues to wind down against a w i would say a close it's game 20 against to 2016 2016 yeah I, I watched a little bit of the game it was a close game a little bit too close for my liking, personally, Grambling went to the game one and four. One and five. One and five. One and five. They were coming off of an OT loss, a loss in OT the past week against Alabama A&M. So they were hungry. And I mean, Grambling is not, they're not a bad team. Like they're a good team. Can um, we say that though, if they're one and five, if they're, they're but not I know, a bad team? I know, but if you look at their record, they, they don't, they all get, like when they get beat, it's a close game or it's just, it didn't work out for them. Now, except for when they played Jackson State, they lost yeah. 66 and 24. But yeah. we can't say nothing about Jackson State either. <laughs> we, un we understand Grambling. No cap. I think that we we went in we went into Grambling, Louisiana, and we did what we had to do, and we got up out of there. Got the dub. Jeremy Musa had a pretty good game. He had a, his first rushing touchdown this season. Mm -hmm. Our defense stood tall in times where we needed them to. The last drive, Grambling State was coming down the drive to win the game, and the defense was able to stop them. So, yeah, they were definitely disrupting their passing game a lot. Um, the quarterback for Grambling State, Julian Calvest, threw 14 to 36 for 149 yards. So you can't really ask much more out of your defense. Um, I just wanted more fireworks from family yeah, in the first definitely. half. Only kicking a field goal in the first half was the only points that they've got. Uh, scored yeah. 14 in the third quarter. I would definitely want them to start out hotter against yeah. a team like Grambling. Yeah. Uh, when a team is one and five, and you know, like you like to think that they're better than their or the record, I personally don't think so. So if a team is struggling like that, you want to put them away early. Yes. You kind of you kind of don't want to give them confidence going into the second half because you get you end up with close games like they're like twenty to sixteen. Exactly. Definitely. And I also think that like the environment had a good part of them play with it. Like this this was Grambling's first home game of the season, so a lot of their fans showed out. Definitely. Showed up. Yeah. So I think that did have a good like reason, but. A big part of it that's also not an excuse like we still got to get it done they're one in five like, yeah they're one in five and we've been talking about like how you know these next few weeks we have some tougher competition and in the season so if they're struggling to take advantage in the first half against a one in five team you know these are the games where they need to you know get practice and work on open this playbook up you know work yeah. on things they need to do for these bigger comp teams because like they can't start off like this it'll be a uh, dogfight like it is has been with these trash teams it's been dogfights which is ridiculous but you know 
Leek was saying, Jeremy Musa did have a good game. We just got to pick up the pace for real. Work towards something, you know, a bigger wins. Like, uh, 2016, it's not cutting for me. But, like, you know. Like I always said, it's kind of been a consistent theme for us all yeah. season. It's starting off slow. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess get into the, the rhythm, the groove of things. Yeah, we're, we're playing a 1-5 team. You guys just have to start off stronger. I am happy to see Sharid, though, being the leading receiver. Because, you know, That's as good. we've seen, Xavier Smith has been the leading receiver. But Sharif, uh, eight receptions, 106 yards was definitely good. See, that's good. I like to see Moose is getting the ball to all his different playmates. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, Sharif is a playmaker, too. Definitely. He got a lot of speed in him. You know what I'm saying? Once he gets the ball, he can really turn up with that thing. So, that's good to see. And, yeah. I know that it looks like we have a bye this week. Yeah, we have a bye till homecoming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And homecoming is right Damn around man. the corner. This is the perfect <laughs> time. This is the perfect time to show them what you can do what you can do but yeah let's i also think after that arkansas pine bluff game then like dean was saying like the schedule does start getting a lot tougher mm -hmm. like we have to play southern southern comes here which is good that's gonna be a southern. nice game that's gonna be a great game great atmosphere brag gonna be jumping but also we have to play alabama state mm -hmm. who's hungry off of that loss at jackson state you yeah know, you know how to coach well who is swag he ain't swag yeah. all that so we got we got some good games coming up man and then we got of course badoon Hey, we, we say this every year how it's a tough one because of the, you know, rivalry. Yeah. I definitely feel like we're going to get the win. We're going to get the win. The rivalry is always, you know, something to look out for. Yeah. So, we got a good rest of the season coming up. I, this is like the stretch. Like, this is, are you all going to finish all, off strong? Yeah, or are gonna finish off Is that sad? possible? <laughs> like, so. Shout out to the Rattlers. Hopefully, we can, you know, continue to win. We're currently 5-2 and two on the season. So, hopefully, we can continue um, winning these games down the stretch. Guys. It's about that time. It's about that time. It's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. The NBA season is back. It starts on my birthday. Shouts out to me. Early birthday to me. <laughs> my birthday is October 18th. So hey, anybody we, wants, didn't, we didn't really ask. Anybody wants to give me, it doesn't matter. I have the microphone in my hand. <laughs> if anyone wants to give me a shout, shout out. You, Thank you. I appreciate that. Shout, shout out to you. Shout out, bro. That's crazy. Look at that. Look at that. El homeboy over here. <laughs> appreciate yeah, this guy. Yes, the NBA season is back. Uh, opening night kicks off with the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Golden State when Warriors. When is that? When is the NBA season start? Yeah. October 18th, like I just told you. Okay. Big birthday present to me. And Tomorrow, the, actually. We record this on Monday, uh, 17th. Philadelphia 76ers versus the Boston Celtics. So, some good opening night matchups for us, guys. Let's get extra spicy today, guys. Let's let's start early predictions. Who we got winning Eastern Conference, Western Conference. Who we got winning MVP. Who we got winning Defensive Player of the Year. Early predictions. You, you guys tell me what you guys are thinking. Tristan, I know you are, you're a big basketball guy as well. Go ahead and tell me, Christian, who you got coming out the East, who you got coming out the West this year? All right, so out the East, it's going to be between Milwaukee nah, and no, Philly. Nah, no between, because stand by right now. Nope. All right, bet. So I got Milwaukee coming out the East. Okay. And out the West, I got the uh, Clippers coming out. The Clippers? I like that. Absolutely. I'll go. Um, All right, coming out the East, the East is good this year, man. Mm -hmm. They got better. I was telling DeAndre yesterday, this is probably the best the NBA has been in a while. Yeah, it's going to be a great season. But coming out the East, honestly, uh, I like the 76ers. 76ers? I like the 76ers coming out I, the East. I think James Harden. I James like, Harden been in the gym. I like James Harden to have a bounce back season. He said he's lost a ton of weight. He's been in the gym. So, yeah, I like I like, I like like a motivated James Harden. Motiv I like Tyrese Maxey. Great bucket. Tyrese Maxey has gotten a lot better this offseason. I like Joel Embiid, of course. Like, yeah, I like Philly. Um, And then coming out the West, like my man Tristan said, I like the Clippers. Um, Paul George coming back healthy. They got that boy John Wall, DMV legend, um, on the team. 
And I think he's going to be, well, they said this week that Reggie Jackson will start over. Yeah, Reggie Jackson So he's going to be a great piece off the bench. Like We'll see. We'll see how that goes he's down. He's going to be if leading the Wall, second unit. You know, if John Wall just shows flashes of old John Wall before all the injuries that he suffered, then I think he moves into that starting spot. Uh, but for right now, it, it's a good move going with Reggie Jackson, somebody that has stepped up for the Clippers recently over the past few years, dealing with while Kawhi and Paul George deals with their injuries. Mm -hmm. So good. It's a the Clippers are in a really good spot. Who you, who you got, Deant, coming out the East and West? Uh, out of the East, I'm gonna have to go with the Bucks. I just feel like you know the all around team just solid. Always for the past couple of years, been solid. Past two years since they won that championship, been solid. Uh, I definitely feel like they still, you know, have that potential to come out the East. Come out the West, I'm going to have to say the Warriors. I'm not the gonna lie. Warriors? Yes, I'm going to have to say the Warriors. Becoming a big fan of Jordan Poole, uh, just seeing him from the playoffs last year, he already had, you know, some great talent. And just him carrying that over into this next season, what he's been doing in the preseason, I definitely feel like the Warriors can definitely come out the West. Jordan Poole is looking really nice. The team, you know, I feel like they're coming out. Now, I'm a little different from you guys coming out the West. I have the Denver Nuggets coming out. Hmm? I think with <laughs> I think with Jamal Murray returning and Michael Porter Jr. returning, Jokic had to carry the offense he last did. year. He did. He did. Carry the offense. I believe they were the sixth seed, and they still won like 49 games last year. So, even without all those people's on there, I think Bone Highland takes a step forward. They got Caldwell Pope I love there. Bones. I love Busy Bones. That boy is a dog. Great, great guy. Love, love Bones. See, you don't know. I got to put you on. You got Jeff Green, Aaron Gordon, so they got they got some they got some really good pieces over there in, in Denver. So I like Denver to come out the West for the East. I'm gonna have to agree with y'all. I got the Milwaukee Bucks coming out. Uh, I believe Chris Middleton is starting the season off with a wrist injury that he suffered in the playoffs last year. Uh, but you know, as the season goes forward, you know we've seen what Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis can do mm -hmm. once they're all on the floor together, which is a championship. Injuries uh, definitely hurt the Bucks last year. They hurt the Bucks last mm -hmm. year for sure when they was playing the South. They still even forced it to Game Seven without Chris Middleton. Yep, he, having he the sleeves. Brook Lopez yeah. was barely coming back. Like yes. he missed the whole season. Don't sleep on the 76ers this I'm year. saying definitely not sleep on the 76ers. Uh, looking forward to seeing how they go uh, without the season. But another team that I'm really, I'm really wanting to watch this year is the Cleveland Cavaliers. They just added Donovan Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell mm. paired up with Darius, Darius Garland. Yeah. Oh, my God. Evan Mo with Evan Mobley? With Evan Mobley, which I believe will take a step forward this year. Jared Allen. We already know what Jared Allen can do and mm. his capabilities. But I feel like with this backcourt here, they could make a real noise. real noise to be considered the best backcourt in the NBA. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to watching them come out this year. Unfortunately, the Miami Heat have just made no, no improvements on the team. So I don't know where we're going to land this year. But shouts out to Tyler Hero for getting paid. Uh, very well deserved, if you ask me. He's been balling out six man of the year. So, all right, guys. Who you guys got for MVP this season? Luka. Luka Doncic. Agreed. I like Joel Embiid There's for MVP this season. Around. He's not wrong. He was I'm the not far off. He's, he was the runner-up last year. Somebody that thought that he was, um, you know, people thought he was going to be the MVP last year. You know, I yeah. think he should have won MVP have. last year. Exactly. Like, Perry, like, he should have won that. I was, I was a Jokic guy. I bet you were. I was a Jokic guy. He carried that team. And he was, like, number one in PR. He had the highest PR in NBA history again. So, I was like. The numbers that Joel Embiid was putting up was insane. No, nah, he was, put, was looking good. I cannot lie. He was putting up great numbers. Led the league in scoring last year because LeBron decided to sit out of the game. But whatever, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really do believe in Joel Embiid this year. I think he will definitely, like, just come back on that same type of tempo that he had last season. And he's looking to dominate. And also, he's chasing the ring. So He, he wants the ring. Well, he, uh, you said you got I Luka. got Luka as well. Luka Doncic. My a, sleeper pick is Ja. 
John Morant. Ooh, I like that. It's been a while since we've seen a guard win MVP. I like that one. I mean, we gonna see one this year because Luke's gonna win it, even though Luke's yeah. technically not listed as a guard. No, they have Luke yeah. as guard. He had a great year he, last year. He came out as small for it, but he's a he, they have him as he's a guard. He's basically a guard. He's a guard now. Yeah, yeah Jaw had a great year last year. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he carries it over. That's a good. That's I would love to see. Pick. I would love to see Jaw step up what and about, have a consistent three pointer. Sleeper pick in here. Jason Tatum for MVP next year. Another great piece for uh, MVP this Why year. Why not, Tristan? No. Justin, <laughs> that's, Justin, good that's good sleeper. One to the Eastern Conference. One to the NBA Finals. NBA Finals. Won the Larry Bird Award. He's not, isn't he, again. He's Malik, him. Malik is not off on these MVP candidates. I'm not going to lie. Hey, uh, is, he, is he saying that because he genuinely thinks Jason Tatum can be an MVP, or is he saying that because he's from the DMV area? Probably a little bit both. Jason Tatum is from St. Louis. Second oh, he ball. is? Oh, he is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. He is, like, he is him. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum is, is really nice. Good. Uh, they have. <laughs> yeah. You remember when he dunked on LeBron? Man, that was, like, was like five. He lost the series. That was five years ago. Like they it. lost they the series. Now, he, now he's like, come on, bro. Remember when Jason Tatum went MIA in the finals? <laughs> I do. I remember that, bro. That's his first. That happens to the best of the best. Jalen Je- Brown was the best person on the Celtics last year. Yeah, Tristan, I, I agree. Tristan's twin definitely stepped up in the finals last year. Shouts out to Jalen Brown. That's funny, for MVP. Who you got? Who you got, Brian? Y'all gonna hate me. I got Jokic. Bro, grow Again? Up. Three grow years? Up. Three that years is, is ridiculous. <laughs> no, I got on, Jokic. Brian. I have the Denver Nuggets coming out as the first sheet oh. this year. I'm not going to lie. If I No racism intended, but if they're white boy with MVP three years in a row, they go burn down the <laughs> Larry NBA. Bird did it already. He won MVP. But he's not three years in a row. That's crazy. So there's he no reason for why Jokic not to do My it. My thing is, okay, if they do come first, then that's a good, you know what I'm saying, argument, Okay. There are so many other great, so yeah. much other great talent now, in this league that you got to look traditionally, at. Traditionally, the NBA kind of leads towards number one player, number one team. It wasn't until Westbrook, you know, just put up a triple double where they stopped kind of where they stopped kind of doing that. Yeah. Um, but the, normally they they've led in the past. They that went, plays went, a they role. Went, they went to the best best team, best player on the best team. We saw that. Derrick Rose won an MVP over LeBron James that year. Bulls had the first seed in the East, so we've seen it. Like we've seen it be done in the past before, where they lean towards. Just going to that caliber there. Yeah. Kind of reason why Devin Booker was so high on the MVP list last year, because of that reason specifically. You know, best teams in the NBA, best player on the best team. There's a reason for that. That makes sense. Now, sure. if I have you know, Denver coming out number one in the West, and then he's the best player on that team, there's some real discussion for an MVP there. There so, is. So I kind of like it there. I see your point. That's that's what I'm saying. I see Jokic, I'm a big Jokic guy. Jokic is that guy for me. I understand that Joel and B, you know, he's strong, dunking on everybody. But Jokic just has a certain finesse that I just love watching as as a basketball period such as myself. But we'll see what happens. I'm very excited for the NBA season to come out this year. You guys are big on Deanne's big on the Warriors, which I don't, I don't think that's bad. I don't think it's bad. bad. I mean, they're not bad. I'd, pro- I'd probably have the Warriors as they're still got. The and this this is dynasty. someone coming. This is coming from someone who can't stand the Warriors. <laughs> they're still yeah, they're yeah, still yeah. going through their dynasty. So, until yeah. Speaking of speaking of dynasty, yeah. they just extended Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins mm-hmm. to a few hundred million yep. dollars. A few hundred is kind of a, a few hundred million dollars from the. I believe Jordan Poole had 140 million. Yeah. Yep. Andrew Wiggins another 100 was it 148 140 million around, this, around that range there. This proves the argument of me and Ahmad talking last week about. Them being the future of the Warriors, or specifically Jordan Poole, or hear me out, they just don't want him to go anywhere else. Why wouldn't? Okay, if he wasn't, the, if they didn't see potential of him being the future, why would just they care? You get, just because you get somebody an extension, that don't mean you're the future. 
it's not even about the extension. We were talking about his play and just how he's been. Mean that Tristan. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Just a little bit. You kind of don't extend someone you don't want. I'm saying, of course they want him, but I'm saying that don't necessarily mean like you're the future of the team. Like you're that guy. Like you're the face of the franchise. Nowadays, never know. He's shifty. You never know nowadays with him. Y'all just seen Kevin Durant come out and be like, "Oh, I want to trade for him." That so like I see what you're saying. Um, the reason why I say that is just because I feel like the upside with James Wiseman is a little bit higher. Uh, don't get me like I said, Jay Poole is super shifty. That man is like a walking bucket. But <laughs> y'all, no, I understand. No, I see what Bro, you're saying, Tristan. But they were just but talking. My thing is, my thing is like we haven't seen Wiseman play like that. So that is true. what they need is they, they. I think their thing with Wiseman is okay. We going like you can play this season and maybe even next season. You got to show us what you got. Then we'll extend you. The worst. Jordan Poole, their thing is. He's shown us like he was him. He's in the him. Playoffs so last he's year. him. So because they extended Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> so they extended both Andrew Wiggins and Jay Poole. Who's the face of the franchise later on in their life? Jordan Poole. I say. Am I far fetched to say Andrew Wiggins is better than Jordan Poole? No, you're not. not. That's why I'm asking him this question. But it's wait, like wait, 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 it's wait. like Andrew Wiggins had his chance. Andrew to be a face Wiggins. Of the Andrew wait, 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 wait. Wiggins is a much better all around player. I don't see. I don't see Andrew Wiggins being the face of the first organization. I don't think either one of them be the face. I think Warriors. that Jordan Poole has potential to be the face of a franchise. Maybe that. not the Warriors, but a face of a Jordan NBA Poole franchise. Is not going Jordan, to he's be not a leaving. Face of a franchise. I'm sorry, bro. This why not? Thing. People are talking about him being the best player to come out of the G League ever. Look, that's the G League. Yeah, listen, bro. Bro, I'm saying the G League is tough. The G League is tough. I'm not. Look, check me out. I'm not saying it's tough, but think about how easy it is to play, to really do what you want to do when you're playing with Steph, Clay. Andrew, you can't double team. Okay. You cannot no li listen, listen. Okay, I'm listening. You cannot double team. It's easier for Jay Poole to get one on one situations. Not even that. Wide open situations. Which, like, wide which open he, one on one situation which, which, which you which he, which is clear he excels in, yeah. right? Put Jay Poole in a situation where he doesn't have a stuff, where he doesn't have a clay. See how he plays then. We're we're talking about in the when future it was, when it was just Steph and Clay Jordan Poole. I will give some leeway there. Jordan Poole did ball out when there was no Clay Thompson. It was just Steph Curry. And we're but they talking were also about also terrible. His his level of play is going to continue to rise. They were not. Terrible. So even when the time comes where Steph Clay and did. Clay aren't there, he's going to pick up. Clay did come back in the middle of the season last year. I just don't way. see how y'all don't see it. I agree with you when I when you say Jay Poole is a bucket. Jay Poole is a bucket. I'm not going to take that from him. But why can't he be the face? He just doesn't have. I just told just you why he's not the face. He just doesn't have that talent. I he think just, that in the future he won't. Like I'm saying, like I think that three he years. That, I, I think, think three or five years down the line. Well, all right. Here's the thing with the team that he's with. I don't know if he'll be able to develop that it factor just because like his teammates do be getting him open like I don't know what like they be having these like wraparound plays or whatever and Steph Curry has the ball getting all the attention Jordan Poole in the corner yeah, famous and famous play open. they have called elevator doors where they just said a double exactly. a double screen from a two big man like come on to get bro. Steph Curry wide open they've done that for Jordan Poole they have a lot of pin so, downs so let me ask you this question if and coaching put, plays a big part too if you put Jay Poole on let's say the Indiana Pacers right now are they a playoff team. <laughs> Well, you can't put anybody on the Pacers. <laughs> no, I'm just asking, I'm, does that does that make them? A 15, does it make them better? Fifteen games different, like better. It, it does not. It's different in the NBA when they're not scheming to stop you. If you put Steph Curry on the Pacers right now, they are in playoff contention. Bro, we're talking about Steph Curry. I never it said. It doesn't bro, matter. He's the I face said, of the franchise. This is what we're getting at. If yo, you're the face of the franchise, you are supposed to turn that franchise around. You can, it don't matter where yo, you go. I'm not you turn the franchise I'm around. not saying Jay Poole is the face right now. I said in that, the next it, coming it, years, he it, will be. You said five to three years. Uh, three, three to five, five years. years. 
know. If why you can't put he? Jay Poole on a franchise three to five years, he, he does not. He's how not do we know? Wait, how do we know? know? Why can't he? I'm saying, based on how he's been playing well, so we did far. See, well, in the NBA Finals, he did have some games where he, he didn't show up, where he was struggling. He okay. Did, again, I'm telling that you, happens it's to easy, a lot of players who are still great. It's easier. To play like how Jay Poole is playing when you're playing with the amount of talent you are playing with. Okay. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Now. I, I guess so. We will. We'll just <laughs> have to wait exactly and see. What it is. Because we'll as, long as, he, see. as long as he stays on the Warriors, he doesn't have the pressure to have to be great. He doesn't have to be great playing with the Warriors. All they got to do is come in, give you a solid 15. He's going to be an energizer, but he's going to get you a bucket. Yeah. And we'll that's what you need out of him. Well, what I will say is. I'm going to watch closely. When that's I all watch, I'm going to do. I'm, and I'm going to be taking this back a little bit. But in college. He was the man. He, he was, was not the man in college. Who was? It was the Wagner dude. The Wagner dude was the be- uh, the older Wagner. He was the best player on the Michigan team. He's the reason why they made their Final Four run. Jordan Poole made a couple of big shots in March Madness, yes, but Jordan Poole was not that guy. There's the reason why he got picked so late in the draft. They thought that was a terrible pick. Wait, Bob Myers did speak to pick. it. He's Bob Myers did say today that you know a lot of people thought this was a terrible pick. You know, it feels good to be right sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't look so terrible. Right? It, it don't. So it don't right look right terrible now. right now. But you know what I'm saying? I don't think Jordan Poole is gonna be that guy for the Warriors in the future. I feel like they're gonna find him at some point during the free agency as they clearly have a lot of money to just give around to every, absolutely everybody. Yeah, I don't know where they get um, all this money from. Draymond, uh, I don't know where Draymond's gonna get his money from at this point now that they pay Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. Boy, better retire. It's like now. <laughs> he has been on record saying he wants to go play in LA next year. We'll see. I can see him moving. I can see him we'll moving. See I think the way the NBA works, they're not just gonna let him walk for free. They're probably gonna try to trade him. Probably. They, they never. They, and the Warriors are a very well one franchise. They never Indeed. just let anybody just walk not, for free. They're not dumb. We saw that with D'Angelo Russell. Indeed. So we yeah, yeah, no watch really walking for free. You know, but I you guys, I did all. This is the end of our episode. This is halftime with the playmakers. This is been a wonderful episode you guys yes, a lot of a lot of discussion a lot of a lot of, a lot of heated debates in here today <laughs> you guys yeah. are really feeling it so y'all go ahead and give y'all shout outs out man we'll wrap this thing up yeah first and foremost shout out to god i wouldn't be anything without you to the man upstairs shout out to my family shout out to y'all boys in the studio man yeah let's just have a great week let's just be great this week man yes sir it's deant just want to thank god shout out god for giving me the opportunities continue to bless me Shout out everybody in the studio. Shout out the family. Shout out the friends. Shout out the rest of the playmakers. Shout out fam. You. It's a lot of shout outs, but also shout out Jay Poole, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, man. Nah, uh, the stare down is crazy. Yeah, man. Quite frankly, insane. Uh, I don't want to give a shout out to the Washington Commanders. <laughs> What's going on, yeah. bro? What's going yeah. on today here? <laughs> but yeah, nah, I want to definitely appreciate being on halftime with the playmakers, man. I definitely enjoy these talks every week. You know, the basic shout out to God, shout out to my family, shout out to Terrence. God, I gotta give a shout out to that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Good guy. Yeah, you know. What I'm That's saying? why he's the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy Houdini, man. Y'all know what's up with it. We don't know who Houdini is. Houdini is me, T Hutton, Tristan. Come Tristan, on, now. There, there we go. Shane, you know, shouts out to everybody listening, man. Shouts out to friends and family, man. I am nothing without you guys' love and support, man. I'm a reflection of y'all. Shouts out to fam you. This has been your midweek with 90.5's The Playmakers. This is halftime with The Playmakers. We'll, we, we will be back next week again providing more great episodes for you guys. So y'all stay locked in with us. Yes, sir.